forever. Dog. I don't know. I've been getting back into scary movies because it's just the season. Yes. Yes. You know? This is my first one. This was my first one of... I mean, I guess I watched, I watched like, Ghostbusters, you know, watched Ghostbusters, and then, and then Beetlejuice. Well, that, that doesn't count. Well, it, count, it counts because it's no, like... I'm just <laughs> Beetlejuice counts. <laughs> Wait, Beetlejuice counts, but Ghostbusters doesn't? Well, Beetlejuice has, like... No, Ghostbusters counts. Like, horror images. Like, you see people rip their face off yeah. in, in Beetlejuice. Yeah. Okay, all right. That's... No, they both count. They both count. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about Ghost... Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I was about to... Oh, no. Is that what it's called? Yes, that is what it's called. Yeah. Oh, wow. Have we talked about that? Not that much, no. I saw Smile. Ooh, I have heard mixed things. How was that? I thought it was okay. I thought it was... I thought it was... You know, I thought it was fine. Is it about what I think it is about from from the advertisements? What do you think it's about? You know, like smile, like you should smile more. Like, is it a deconstruction of that? No, that's what it feels like. It is not really. <laughs> no, no, no. It's definitely not a. It's definitely not a deconstruction of you should smile more. So it's, it's about trauma. Okay, and maybe the smile is like putting on a face. Yes, you know, when mm-hmm. the reality is there's something like deeply troubling happening. That's pretty cool. That's better than my thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It gets a little re- repetitive at a certain point where you're just like, okay, it's, this is the, the same thing well, happening over this, and over. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be fun to mix it up a little bit. I don't know how, but, you know, try. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. It is a movie. You did make a movie, so. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> you, know. you know, maybe not the, the same thing over and over. <laughs> no, but it's still, it's good. Well acted. And like, you know, I, f- I always find that horror films well there are there are like a couple of categories for them and this one is under the category of like a director who is trying to make a name for themselves via horror because like that's a good way in but they really want to direct Uh, big budget blockbusters you know what i mean yeah sure they're like well you know james wan did it so Right. What what is it? But how do you maybe I can what's the sense in the movie? Like how do you how do you tell that in the (laughs) you know? It's like how creative they try to get with their with their shots and everything. Uh that they really it's like they're like, ooh, like what can we do to like just like make this feel like pretty artistic? Yeah. And find new ways to make you feel unsettled, you know, when you're watching the movie. Which I appreciate. I do appreciate that. Then there's the campy horror film, which is like, we're just trying to have a good time. Like, let's see some, let's see some gore. Let's see some boobs. Let's see some sex. Let's, and then just murder. You know, that's what, that's all that is. Yeah. And, and what's, what I find interesting about, like, I don't know nearly enough. I'm not, I'm not as versed as I would like to be. Mm-hmm. in 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 horror but i love but i do love though that like there really just is a whole school of it that's just like that is just like 
this was <laughs> like it was the nth degree of all of these things it's there is sex you know like like that is just so uh, it's like it's off kilter in that in that way and they're like and this is this is horror you know i love that i i love that and then there's like then there's the movies that really try to be scary that really want to it to just be like terrifying you know right but like but is there is there another category for like yeah because terror you know terror is one thing and then there's also like there's dread oh and then there's thrillers then there's then there's thrillers that are that are i I actually don't consider horror films but there are the like the movies that are like scary but they're not actually horror they're like thriller like sixth sense you know yeah 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 or like girl on a train maybe it's like a thriller you know okay there's that yeah. part in Sixth Sense that I still think about. There's that part when the person, I think it's not the person that died on the bike. Oh. But there's a moment where we just. I know what you're talking about. The part with the people under the stairs. No. Okay. <laughs> there's no way it was that. <laughs> and what? you know that isn't what I was going to say. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are, you're not talking. Because you, you said it wasn't the. Don't you're talking about it with an energy <laughs> that is. I'm trying implying. to re- no, because there's a lot of times where he <laughs> he sees a he sees a lot of dead people. You know, he sees the the kid no. who shot himself. You <laughs> know, you he sees <laughs> he sees the people who are hanging in the school, and then he's you know he sees uh-huh. the people under the stairs. All right. Well. Okay. Well, let's get out of this. Right. Let's get out of this one into the. <laughs> you know, Marissa Tomei <laughs> is there, and like because you know they. The red, there's like a lot of like red motif that's happening, especially on the staircase. You know, there's no. the red, and then there's the people under the stairs. <laughs> oh wait, all oh, the people, right? Yeah, in, there you go. In the, the people under the sense, stairs. The people yeah, under the, the people stairs. under the stairs. Right, right, right. In the right. Sense that yeah. happens. Yeah. All right, let's start the show. <laughs> Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. I'm tired of fucking around. So either put the gun down now or kiss your ass goodbye, boy. Pretty good. I was either going to yeah. do that one or I was going to do Your Mother Sleeps with a Cat. <laughs> yeah, he said that to the dog. To the dog. And it, and it worked, honestly. <laughs> that was honestly one of the funniest lines. Of the movie. <laughs> Upset the dog and the dog chased after him. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The dog <laughs> that's what happened. was like, I know what you're talking about. I'm mad. For those of you who are listening for the first time, welcome. This is a film review podcast, as you might have guessed. We review the films of leading black actors. That's right. In the in okay, here we go. In the context of race, race. and diversity, uh huh. Black in Hollywood. people, okay. Hollywood City. So generally, there are three three of us, but today there's only two, so it'll be really easy to distinguish the voices. You know, you'll have <laughs> the voice 
of like a very like feisty, young at heart, like really in cool, the bathroom, you know, charming, on the toilet, just good looking dude. That the voice of that kind of image that you just got in your head <laughs> is Jonathan Braylock. Okay, and this voice is James the <laughs> Third. I tried to do both. I tried to do Gerard's right. bit you'll, during this. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, you'll hear a little bit less like hating on, on this episode. It's true. And that's because uh, Gerard Milligan <laughs> is not here. <laughs> the thing is, it is true. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just in general, it was a fact. So Yes. <laughs> no, we, we miss Gerard. He's on a boat, right? Yeah, he's on a boat. Yeah, I think so. I wish I were on a boat. This week, we are reviewing the 1991 Wes Craven horror comedy, The People Under the Stairs. Yeah, comedy, right? Is it is it That's, classified as horror comedy? Rotten Tomatoes classifies it. Okay. Know. RT. And so is Wikipedia. So does Wiki. What is... Okay, all right. Good. Yeah. Because I would put okay. this under the... I would put this under the horror genre of camp. Absolutely. I would. Camp. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, yeah, good. I did want to ask about that. I did yeah, want to. Oh, camp. yeah, comedy, horror, mystery, thriller, IMDb. Okay. And, you know, Wes Craven, of course, very famous horror director, has done just an insane amount of horror films, but most notably Nightmare on Elm Street and Scream. Two huge franchises. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just he just did. I don't know. <laughs> he also did the original Hills Have Eyes, did Vampire in Brooklyn. That's right. Mm -hmm. Which is also yeah. horror comedy. Vampire, Vampire in Brooklyn? Yeah. I think so. It is, right? Comedy, right? I mean... Eddie does full-on characters in that, right? There's a point where he's like... Yeah, it's not... Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's all not right. like... It's not funny, but... <laughs> <laughs> when he goes into the church as the pastor, or the guy... I, he might not even been a pastor, but someone else has seen it. Mm -hmm. And he, but he just starts sizzling <laughs> in the church. That's hilarious. That, fair enough. That's just funny, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did he do that? Don't go in there. <laughs> you don't belong in there, sir. You're a vampire. <laughs> All right. This movie stars Brandon Quinton Adams, who you might know from the Mighty Ducks franchise, okay, as well as the Sandlot. Okay. And what did you say? Michael Jackson, from the Michael Jackson videos. Too soon. You know? <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Oh so, yeah, right, he's sure, sure. in he, he's in, <laughs> in Michael Jackson Smooth Criminal video. But here's the thing though. This was a very, very popular kid actor. He was in everything. He was also in a bunch of episodes of Different Worlds. Yeah. Sandlot, Mighty Ducks. He was in a couple episodes of Fresh Prince. Remember that? I actually don't remember, but he played, oh, he played two different roles in Fresh Prince. Brian Apparently. and Raymond. Don't remember that at all. I think I remember the second one. Uh, oh, probably. Well, Ashley, it was probably like an Ashley, something with Ashley, right? I remember Stop Will in the Name of Love, I think. Wow, Moesha, four episodes of Moesha. Man, damn. He worked. Yeah, he was. He was the guy. He really oh, was. I do remember. It was like him and like. Keenan. Him, Keenan. It was him, Keenan. <laughs> what was the guy from Soul Food? What was his name? But Keenan wasn't a lot of his stuff. His name was also Brandon, right? Keenan wasn't a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't. A lot of stuff. He and Keenan was in Mighty Ducks. Is his name also Brandon? 
I don't know. It's fine. We don't need to talk about other Brandon T. Jackson. Yeah, it was Brandon. <laughs> yeah, Brandon T. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brandon Hammond. It was Brandon. Okay, I'm all right. That's it. Oh, who's Brandon? I have to look who up. I don't know who that is. You'll know him instantly when you see his face. He was in everything. Oh, this movie <laughs> also has a seventy percent Rotten Tomatoes. 58% audience score. All right, insane. Those people don't get it. It's, it's, so that happened. <laughs> but it's dated. That happens with old movies sometimes. You know what I mean? Right, right. One, it's dated. And then two, I do think that that comes, it happens when it's like when you are expecting scares and thrills horror movie. Sure. And you get a like dude running around in a gimp <laughs> outfit. <laughs> I. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Brandon Quentin Adams looks different as an adult than he does as a kid. Does he? No way. I don't believe it. This movie also has Vin Rames in it. It does. And an appearance by Bill Cobbs. And then I don't. And then why do I know Sean Whalen? Because he looked familiar. I was like, oh, I've seen this actor before. The one that doesn't talk, right? Yes. Yeah. He was in. He he was and continues to be. I guess he's just a working actor in everything. Yeah, he he he. I think he had a series of popular commercials. He, he apparently was in Twister, Never Been Kissed. Yes, Twister as well. Yes, Twister as well. And then and uh, a thing that jumped out at me when watching season one, episode one of Ghosts. There's a bunch of people that live in the basement. Yes, and he's one of them. But just in that episode. And he and he's not even like a featured role. He's just there. And you're like He's just there. It's a cool like nod. Is that a call I, I imagine. I imagine a nod to this. But they don't they don't hit it hard enough, you know? <laughs> it's not yeah. hit hard enough to feel like a thing. The amount of people that's for is very, very few. <laughs> what else to say? Sure. This movie costs six million dollars to make. It made $31.4 million. So this movie was a, a, a success. Yeah, hell yeah. It was a box office success. Now, that said, what are our initial thoughts? Would you like to start? Yeah, I'll, I'll start. Just this sort of piggybacks off of what, what we were talking about with like people expecting thrills and, and, see, and then getting a campy movie. I first saw this movie last year, and it was... It was after seeing the trailer for this, I went to see like a Scream. It was like a night where they played all the Scream movies. And so there were, and so all of the trailers were other Wes Craven movies. And the trailer for this was terrifying. It was, it was just like, there are these people under the stairs. What the fuck's happened? Like, it was like really scary. And like, you know, you saw all of the like, you know the weird people coming out of the stairs and the hands coming up through the through the through the ground and the the stairs flattening and all of that stuff and it just it just looked like we were about to be in a murder house for for two hours which we we were in a murder house for two hours but like but so I watched it being like oh it's one of you know oh su surprising it it's like a kind of campy kind of movie but really liked it really liked it like and found it interesting how. It's like a movie about like not gentrification, but systemic oppression and racism. You know, like it's about it. It deals with that stuff in 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 a in 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 a way that's fun. I don't 
Now, and now thinking about it in the context of this podcast, I don't know that Wes Craven was the person to to write this. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think I feel mm-hmm. like he needed, sure. you know, to get someone a person of color to come in and just sort of help juice up some of the stuff going on with Fool and Leroy and and everything because Poindexter Fool I just I have questions but uh, you know Poindexter I don't quite get what was happening but besides that though I mean it's cool what happened you know I, I like how this ends I like that the underdog rises up and you know and it is like there are some fun it's it's there are things about it that are funny and there are things about it that are thrilling yeah, I mean, I, we also probably could have tightened up the story just a little bit, just a little bit. Could have tightened it up just a hair, you know. But I found myself engaged and, and you know, and 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 moved throughout, and just love the the visuals and the and the camera angles and the the lighting and and all of the cool stuff done with like the the being by, in the walls of the house and all all of that stuff. So of course, Wes Craven is a is a genius. So of course, all that stuff looks good. Yeah, this film is weird, man. It's worth watching. There, there was there is a lot of fun to be had. It's definitely too long. I say that about most movies, but this one is clearly too long. It's funny because I I didn't realize that it took me a second to realize how like oh this is just campy, and then at the same time I was like man this feels like a Tales from the Hood kind of, like it feels yeah. very Tales from the Hood esque. <laughs> Actually, don't know. When did Tales from the Hood? It had to be somewhere around here. I know right? the movie came out came out after. Movie came out in '95, so yeah, that was after this. So, you know, I feel like Wes Craven does both deserves a lot of props for like doing a film like this. Where I don't like there are not that many. I guess like the original Night of the Living Dead can also be seen somewhat through the lens of race and we've talked about that on the podcast but this movie was like very very clearly like through the lens of race but also because Wes Craven was doing it like it doesn't like quite track super well and I I gotta be honest like I I don't understand the people under the stairs like I know they explain who they are (laughs) Bill was like but what what is this like what are what are they because it doesn't quite track what were you gonna say well, just it does feel like the movie because I saw the trailer first and then and then watched the movie. Well, I guess how people experience movies oftentimes, but it does feel like the movie was written from like yeah, people's hands come through the wall, and they're like they're under the stairs, and then <laughs> just tried to put together pieces around that. Right. You know what I mean? Well, it does, here, yeah. <laughs> here's something very confusing: the poster. Okay, the poster for this movie on IMDb says, in every neighborhood, there is one house that adults whisper about and children cross the street to avoid. New Wes Craven, creator of A Nightmare on Elm Street, takes you inside. But that's not how the movie's set up. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, The movie's yeah. not set up like that at all. Yeah. That's a marketing person just being like, how do we get how do we get people to see this, sure. this movie? Like, sure. They're just, they're, just oh, they're fully... They're fully just writing something. Someone just shared, someone recently shared alt titles for the movie American Graffiti that the studio offered up. And like, they're all, I, I haven't seen American Graffiti. 
graffiti. So I'll say that first. But then, but then secondly, I'll just, they're all just like so different. They make you feel a completely different thing. And that made me think about like exactly what we're kind of talking about right now, like in a new way, like, like, like someone, literally someone just went, Right, they they're in the house, and the 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 house is weird, and and it's the only house like this in the in the neighborhood. Okay, and they just took that and ran with it, like fully not related right. to the movie. Just this, just these things that that kind of work together in a, in a way that is is tantalizing, and 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 you know you it, it piques your interest, but that's not what the movie is, you know. Right. The so Wikipedia says that the that Wes Craven got this idea. It was partially inspired by a real-life news story from 1978. Black burglars, like, broke into a house, and it unintentionally led to the local law enforcement discovering a pair of children who had been locked away by their parents. No! (laughs) Oh, my God, that's crazy. (laughs) Right. Just that, though, is more scary than the the movie. What you just said made me very scared in a way that like I didn't feel at all watching the, <laughs> the movie you know one of the main reasons I think that is is because we see the people in the house before they enter the house like we already know a little bit about what's happening before anybody enters the house and because of that it takes away a lot of the horror like you know and again he was making this campy but like there's no fear because you're already like, well, I already kind of know what's going on, I guess, a little bit. As opposed to like that movie, what is that movie called? Invasion or Break-In or the movie that's like about that, like people who like break into a, that old dude's house and then he winds up like killing everybody. Oh, you know what I'm talking know. about? No, I, I mean, I think I know that movie. But yeah, you know, I'm 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 happy to talk about it. You know, it wasn't my favorite movie. There's some there's some interesting stuff in here. And there's a lot of like there is a lot of like, you know, satire, commentary, social commentary. So interesting. The like real life story. Kind of want to read more about that. Anyway, let's let's start. Because how does this movie start? I'm trying to remember. Because I know there's a scene with the the mom. Yeah, it starts there. There's like a tarot. We're seeing tarot cards. That's right. It's the fool. It's a, it's her explanation. Yeah. It's her sister's explanation of why she yes. <laughs> called. Like she's he's she's reading her little brother's tarot card. She's doing a tarot reading for her little brother, and she's like, "Oh man, you got a lot of bad cards here. You got death. You got the devil. You got I forgot what other some other bad card. And then here's your card, fool. You're the fool." You know, look at you, you know, you're about to step over the, the edge. You know, you, ha- you have an innocence and all you need to do is kind of pull back and you'll be fine. You know, he's like, well, what, what if I'm about to walk over a cliff, there's nothing I could do. He's like, no, you can. You could turn around, walk the other way. And he's like, go, go back to what? You know, and he's like, he's like, no, if he turns around, he's going to get burned by the sun. And he's like, no, no, he'll the sun will melt away the y- younger exterior and then you'll become a man, you know. Which I essentially lays out what's going to happen to him in the movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know that I realized that. <laughs> he argues the thing of like, I'm a fool, not because 
I'm an idiot, but because I'm ignorant. Oh, you're an idiot <laughs> because you're ignorant. He's like, I guess that's better. Their mom is sick. She is dying of cancer. They have no money to, they're about to get evicted because they have no money. They have no money to, to get the mom cancer treatment. They have no money to pay for the rent. And Vin Rames, who I guess is his sister's boyfriend, even though <laughs> they like barely interact in this movie. No, I like this though. This felt like this, this, when they, when we first see Vin Rames, it's like, I'm a friend, I'm a friend of you. A friend of your mother's or whatever he says it's like it has that vibe of like <laughs> it has that vibe of like when you when there's just a dude in the house and you're like who is this <laughs> like <laughs> it felt very like you know someone's boyfriend who like who you never really get formally introduced to had that energy yeah he's like i have a way for you to make money you know and the sister's like no 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 but eventually it's just like all you got to do is like help me Look, your landlords, they they have treasure hidden in the place where they live because here's this treasure map we found at this liquor store that they also own. They're the people who are evicting you. You're going to like help us steal from them. Okay, yeah, but this was weird though, right? Treasure map? <laughs> and then and and he's like I did like though that that they made the <laughs> I did like though that they made the connection. They made the connection of the people who own you know, who are evicting you on the liquor store, on the this, on the that, you know, so we have to go, we have to go and get what they, get what they have. Yeah, using this treasure map. <laughs> That's what, what? Treasure map? <laughs> yeah, they have a treasure map for their own home. <laughs> that, that, that Leroy finds. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. All right. Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, we also see, we also are in the house and we see uh, this little girl. I remember the scene with the, the dinner plate, but there was a scene before that too. Yeah, there there is. And I don't, I don't quite remember what, happens but we get the general vibe of like we get the general vibe of like mommy and daddy are abusive parents they're the parents obviously you know they're calling each other mommy and daddy alice is you know it's not it's not a good look for what's for whatever's going on with alice like alice shouldn't be here like this is you know they're not treating her well yeah she's getting abused they're not treating her well and then with the scene we see a scene where she's you know they come in. Did you lick your plate? Where's your manners? Where's your fork? Yeah. Did you did you lick this? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then we see like a hand, like a pale, creepy hand come out and has the fork. And then she's like, you're feeding that thing. Yeah. yeah. That thing. And then you're like, okay, there's one thing, you know? It's, okay. Uh, there's something uh, under the know, stairs. Thing <laughs> under the stairs, <laughs> or in the walls at the very least. In the walls. In the walls, very le- at the very least. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all we get. We don't really get much other explanation. Oh, and we know that she she gets assaulted by her yes. dad. Yes, by daddy. Then they. Go, it's essentially just we go to the 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 robbery, and it's and it's they have a whole setup like they're they're trying to be you know water and power people. She tries to be a, a boy scout. A Boy Scout first selling cookies. Boy Scout. Oh, yeah. Boy Scout first. Right. You know, tries to, oh, I got to pee. 
I got to pee. Yeah. He's like, oh, you want to buy this? You know, you want to buy this? You don't? Okay, I have to pee. Can I? <laughs> you know. Yeah. She won't let him in. We know why she won't let him in. Yeah. Well, we know why she won't let him in. But her reasoning, though, I don't know if it's right now or if it comes later. But she, But there are, there have been burglaries in the neighborhood that they are. So they're being very, so they're, so their outward reasoning is like, oh, don't, oh, no, you know. We, you know, we don't want to, we don't trust you. We don't want there to, we don't want to be burgled. They also, we also, he sees the kid, he sees the little girl in the window for a hot second. Fooled like, us. Fooled Fool. us? Okay. Yeah. Right. He's like, oh. But yeah, now we get to the part where what's, uh, this, this dude dresses up as the, you know, electrician really talks his way in. Yeah, he needs to go. He needs to check a meter on the inside. And it really has vibes of like, mom, mom is like, okay, but I don't know. I don't know if I trust her now. You know, I don't know if she's doing the, because later, later we see she is cooperative with, or as cooperative as she can be with like police and stuff later. But right now, I don't know if she's doing this because she's like, all right, we about to, I'm about to feed him to the, to the people under the stairs or, or if she like believe, or if she believes this, this, this ruse, you know, you know, I'm, I'm realizing now that this poster is showing how racist the marketing team was. This poster is just says Wes Craven's the people under the stairs there. It's like, you see like the, like a house that, that looks like it's on like a, a suburban street. There's like a big old skull that is like appearing in the clouds, like over the house. And it says Wes Craven's the people under the stairs. And there's no other actor names. I mean, like they, they're in the, like, you know, the lower thirds with all like the little credits, but there's no like starring anybody. There's no black there's doesn't show black people at all on here. Oh yeah, and they go in every neighborhood. There's this general house in every neighborhood. But this is a very specific commentary on this is a black neighborhood. On not, I I keep wanting to say gentrification, but it's it's not that. It's like it's like gerrymandering or like, <laughs> it's like it's not exactly gentrification, but it actually is. It's like before that term was ever really used because they because what they are doing with their plot and like what vin rain says is like you're the last holdout in this building right okay they yes ha- they have this they're trying to kick you out so that they can build condominiums here right so they so they can gentrify and like she makes comments mommy makes a lot of comments about like you know the the filthiness and like they talk about you know when the cops come at some point they're like uh, what do they say? It's almost like we're the prisoners, you know, because like there's so much crime, you know, you got to stay in your yeah. house. It's like, oh, like prisoners are in our own home, you know. In every neighborhood. It's kind of messed who, up. What cinemas was this? Who worked at a live films in the marketing department in 1991? Okay, see, now this is a, I just found a Blu-ray DVD cover that looks uh, maybe ger- German. It says, Das Haus der Bergen Sinnen. It says it just like that. And 
the picture here is of Brandon with a little light, like his little lighter, holding it up. And behind him is a bigger image of one of those, the people under the stairs with their pale face and a blue eye looking, looking scary as hell. And above that is mommy holding the knife, screaming, and daddy with a bloody face and a bloody hand. It's just like the, this, the, what I'm looking at now, I'll send it to you too. What I'm looking at now is what the poster should be. It, it tells you a little bit about what the movie is. And by the way, it's actually a, it's a scarier poster from such some generic house with some generic skull up in the clouds. That doesn't mean, say, mean anything. Yeah. And it's just, it's a, it's a damn shame that there is such a skewed perspective on what showing, like showing people of, of certain races in movie posters. It, like, it's just such a, like, <sighs> anyway, of course, that's the point of this podcast. There's another poster, collector's edition. Wes Craven's The People Under the no! Stairs. <laughs> it shows mommy. In, it's like very prominent. Daddy, mommy, little Alice, the white, the like, you even see, uh, what's his face? What's Robin or whatever his name is. You see him very clearly and the other people under the stairs. And then the little, the little black boy is the smallest out of all of these people. And his back is turned and you can't barely tell that he's black because he's his back is turned. He's wearing a baseball cap looking at the house. This is awful. This is really awful. I can't believe it. And and also like and also just looking at this, the German one, it, like a thing that's said so that's 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 said so often is like, oh, internationally, you know, you can't. You d don't show black people because internationally, but this is like a German, it's just a German made cover for this movie with, and he's very prominently featured. This one hurts though. This one with, with mommy and daddy so huge. And like, we see, we see the, we see the dude without a tongue. We see the dude without a tongue. We see the dude without a tongue. Brandon's back is turned. We don't even know that's Brandon. That could be anybody. That, that, that might not even be Brandon. Damn. Roach. This, Sorry, this, that's what this, this hurts. It, like, actually hurts to see. I can't believe it. It's messed up. All right. Well, I quit. <laughs> I quit, <laughs> I quit everything. I'm not, I'm not, it's 1991, but it's messed up. Because, uh, <laughs> essentially, this movie, very quickly, they get, once they get inside the house, because, like, this guy gets in, and then it kind of like cuts, like kind of does a, a little time jump. And they're like waiting and they're like, where is this dude? And then they see the woman exit and she locks the door when she exits. And he's like, wait, where is he at? Oh, he's trying to steal the gold for himself. We got to go in there. And so they decide to go and break in themselves. From that point on, we're in the house. The shit hits the fan very, very quickly. Yeah. They get in the house. Very, very quickly. It's a big-ass dog in the house. <laughs> dog attacks Vin Rames. <laughs> this dog. He gets mauled. It's mauled. He, Vin Rames gets mauled by a dog. <sighs> they're, they're in the house. There's all kinds of... You can't, you can't open certain doors. You can't go in certain directions. And the, the design of the inside of the house 
Yes. It's really like. Spooky. Yeah, it feels like you you go in and you feel like you're in like a stale, like dry, like there's probably a smell, you know, and there's probably like a like a a medicine-y smell upstairs. But then in the basement, you know, it's it's like a funk, <laughs> probably, probably like a funk, like a a body funk, you know. The, the real life story in which this is based off. Oh, of, no. I wish there was a little bit more echoes of that here. I don't know. Never mind. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And to your point of like, yeah, we what's scary about hearing the story in that in that way is like you are following the perspective of these like robbers who are just trying to do something. And then they and then and then the discovery is, holy shit, there are people under the stairs or people in the basement or, or, or right. What, it's what like, wait, you. we thought we were the bad guys, but these people are really evil. Yeah. Yeah. You have that, you, you have that role, that reversal or, 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 dis, or whatever sort of twist to, to that. And this obviously doesn't have that because we know that they're up to something and we've already seen a hand and, and, and then all of that stuff before we, before we get in there. And then also we've all seen the trailer. <laughs> the movie's called The People on the Stairs. We know some people on the stairs. We know we're going to see that. <laughs> but we don't know who they are. Even if we started with, like, almost no exposition, you know, we it, the movie starts with, like, them trying to break. Like, we don't even get any of those earlier scenes. Like, none of the, none of the cancer, none of the this, none of that, none of the, none of the planting that they, like, own everything. Right. You know, we we could discover that once we get inside, you know, we they 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 break inside and then they and then they and then they, you know, not discover it. They might actually already know that, but they're like, but or they're like flipping through something like, oh, shit, this is the Vanderbilt house or whatever. the, whatever the just they, got, they own all the stuff, you know, or whatever, whatever the, the stuff is. That would have been cool for for sure. But well, essentially what we're doing right now is waiting for them to find the people on the stairs because we know they're there at this point, you know. Right. And then we're like hearing them, you know, and there's like they keep seeing they keep hearing it and they and then the, th- the a hand keeps coming out. It's like grabbing them at a certain point. So they're both scared of there's a dog. These people are coming back. Yeah, they're trying to get back in. They're locked. They, they've locked. They come back kind of quick. Oh, they're locked. In. Yeah. And so they've locked them behind a door and they're like trying to break through the door so that they can get so that they can get to them. And they physically can't get out of this plate. Like, if they try to go to the windows, windows are locked. And that's freaky as hell. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like, mean, can why you... <laughs> can I get out of this place? Why is it so locked from the inside? That don't make sense. And if we're just from the perspective of these dudes that are just, like, trying to make a couple bucks by breaking right. into this house, that's terrifying. <laughs> like, terrifying. That's, <laughs> like, like, is this a trap? Yeah. Like, did they, they just spring a trap to, like, kill black people, you know? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it. That's totally one of the lines that one of the one of the one of the guys said. You know, <laughs> also they try to go out the door, and the door electrocutes them. <laughs> the door, it electrocutes them. The door, it electrocutes them. And and this is kind of that's kind of played for jokes a little bit because like he's like ah, you know, it's like very yes it's play it's certainly we literally see them including the dog we see it there's a it's a three shot of all three of them holding holding hands and the dog is biting that was his plan he was like come on i'm gonna electrocute all of us so that the dog gets electrocuted and stops biting you 
You're like, that's the plan? It did work. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, yeah, in the, in the it context did work. of the movie, it did work. It worked. We've already, at this point, though, we have already seen Spencer White de- and, like, dead uh, downstairs. Like, we've seen... By the electrocution time, yes. Basically, you know, he gets they get mauled by the dog first, and they then they, they kind of, like, split up. Oh, because Vin Raines is, like, still trying to find Spencer and is like, let's go upstairs. And he's like, are you crazy? Let's get out of here. Like, why are we still here? And he's like, oh, you're scared. And then the kid kind of waits downstairs and he hears something from underneath the stairs and he starts to go. And then I love this line where he's just like, I'm not stupid. And he goes back upstairs. But then he's like, Ugh, you're too chicken to right. know, do a grown man's job. <laughs> just go upstairs. Don't worry about this. <laughs> just go upstairs, fool. That's why you call fool. That's why they call you fool. That's why they call him fool. So he goes back down. And when he goes back down, he eventually sees that Spencer is dead. I don't know how. They at some point say something like, he got scared to death. He's whiter than blah, blah, blah. Is that what we're actually supposed to believe? I think so, yeah. Because he turns white. He turns white. He turns white. And, and, oh, I mean, I guess unless they, like, poisoned him or something. Because he, because he goes down there. She, maybe she killed him? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That maybe mom. But then if they if she has all that, if they if they have something that could just kill people like that, then why are they leaving people under the stairs instead of just Okay, we can't get to that yet, James, cuz okay. that's a, okay. that's a, that's a huge thing to unpack. <laughs> once again, okay. who are the people under the stairs? And I, once again, don't worry, I know that they explained it, but it doesn't make sense. Anyway, <laughs> I don't really understand how this guy died. He's dead, though. His hair is white, and he's dead. I don't really know how. He was scared to death. <laughs> Brandon thinks he was scared to death, which is not a real thing. No, it's real. In this movie, it's like, real. I guess you could get a heart attack, but like you don't just go see something scary, and then hair turns white, and you die. That is what happened. He had a heart attack. And not only did his hair turn white, his skin turned white. All of the, all of the color left his body. And he co- and he collapses, <laughs> okay. And then his his hand gets under the 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 uh, boards, and one of the people under the stairs snacks on Starts his hand. Eating it. That's what. Yeah. That's what happened. That's what happened. That is what happens. And so he sees all the people under the stairs. All the people under the stairs, uh, under the stairs have flashlights for some reason. They're also watching television because it looks cool. Because it looks cool. That's why. Because the, the flashlights, the reason they have it is because the flashlights through the slats of the wood looks really great. And I, re- I respect that. <laughs> and then Roach comes out. Wah! And he's like, Wah! so he runs, obviously. <laughs> and he gets out of there. Chaps Roach back in the basement. Roach is wandering free. Then he goes upstairs. He thinks Vin Rames is dead because Vin Rames looks like he's dead. He's just lying down. I mean, what was this? He's like, just because a kid, just because a man's lying down, still doesn't mean he's dead. I like, I like that line. But he said it in a way. But he said it like he said like Vin Rames though. He was like, just because a man's lying down doesn't mean he's dead. He like said it. He like stretched out every. <laughs> It was very theatrical. I felt like I was suddenly transported to 
it, I was in the Negro Ensemble Company watching just because of man's. <laughs> Lying dead, lying down, doesn't mean he's dead. He didn't say anything to him. He was just lying there silently. <laughs> say yeah, words to me or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, didn't... just say shh. Yeah, anything. Anywho. All right. He's like, there are, pe- right. there are people, there's something in the walls. And he's like, yeah, I know, man. <laughs> I just saw them all downstairs. What's his name? Just got scared to death. Yeah, I saw him. He's dead. And then they realize that these people are coming back. They try to hide. They get scared because something, because Roach, once again, not exactly sure what Roach is doing, by the way, but Roach once again decides to jump out and scare them. Roach is, no, so this is what happened. This is what I think happened. Yeah, what's, okay? what, is Ro- what is Roach up to? What, what is Roach? Think, up to? This is what I think Roach is doing. Because okay? he's running around going like, <laughs> okay, so Roach. <laughs> he can't talk. Being, we realize he can't enough. talk. That's why. So, so, yeah. so, he's scary. Why is he screaming <laughs> at them? Because he doesn't know better, Bray. <laughs> he doesn't know he better. He sure don't. He sure don't. <laughs> he doesn't know better, and so, and since he can't speak. You know, it's coming out like, it's coming out like he's scary, but he's not. He's Roach is a kind-hearted gentleman, and I I feel like Roach's whole thing is he cares for Alice, and so he's coming to and fro. You know, they're interacting. I guess Roach is who Alice has been feeding, right? Like, not she hasn't been feeding any just anybody. She's been feeding specifically Roach. Right. That's who they were ups- upset about up top. Right. And so that's what he's doing. He's coming to and fro being like he's literally trying to get them to, like, help the people under the stairs, help Alice, help liberate everybody. That's what Roach is trying to do. But he can't speak. So we don't hear him say any of that. But that's what he's trying. So to instead, do. he just ju- he just jumps out. <laughs> he jumps the, out because it's urgent. No, at the strangers. He thinks he can trust. The, he thinks they can. Tr- well, he got Vin Rains killed. OK, but not on purpose. No. <laughs> okay, but he did. Actually, maybe. Okay, wait, wait. Actually, maybe in the earlier scenes, he's scared, and so he's jumping out because he doesn't know if he can trust them. Maybe it's that at first. That's why Bing Rames gets. That's why he gets Bing Rames. And Rames gets shot, and then he's like, "Run, fool, run." And then they're like, ha, he called me fool. He's a fool. He's dead. Mommy and daddy were funny. I like this dynamic. Between they them. were funny, but I'm telling you, the second that man put on that that leather, that all leather outfit, I was just like, what? <laughs> what? I just didn't understand why he was doing it. It didn't. It came. It came out of absolutely nowhere. Now, listen, do what you want to do. Have whatever kink you want to have. I don't have a problem with that. I just have no idea why he was oh, doing it. I have a problem with some of his kinks for sure. <laughs> I have a problem with any of his kinks, you know. Sleep with your sister, do whatever you got to do, you know. Like, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you know, raise a whole family. Some of his kinks were uh, just stealing a girl, calling her your daughter, and then assaulting her. That's right. She was not, she was not, she wasn't even their kid, right? No, we didn't learn that until much later, but he wasn't even their kid. That's right. Okay, all right, fine. I do have a problem with I do have a problem with 
maybe 80%, maybe maybe 92% of their kinks. How's that? What we do, so Venerans dies, Fool runs, Alice helps him escape, actually. And then Alice is like there to be like, yeah, that's mommy and daddy. They won't let me leave. You know, they're going to kill you if you say anything bad about them. Oh, that's that's Roach. So she introduces him to Roach. She's like, Roach can't talk. He got his tongue cut out for saying bad things. And then she's the one who's like, he's like, what, what the, so what are all these people under the stairs? You know, and this is like 35 minutes into the movie. And we're like, damn, we're already about to learn the secret of the film. And she says, yeah, so the secret of the film is <laughs> that these people under the stairs so mommy and daddy want a good boy, but they don't, they can't find one. And so they've been, you know, they've been putting each one because they do something wrong. They put them, they put them under the stairs. And he says, okay, that's not tracking. So we're going to have to, <laughs> we're going to have to come up with a better explanation. And Alice says, no, we, we, we will certainly not do that. <laughs> And he says, so this is this is what the movie is then. It's just this. And she says None of these lines. Live, these are not the live lines. with it. <laughs> and he says, I might as well. Yeah. And then we continue on with the movie. <laughs> I guess I have to, because we do have another hour plus. We have an hour plus of movie to get through. So, <laughs> so I listen, this is what the people I feel like this is what the people on the stairs are. Okay. I know what they are. They're boys that have been trapped under there because they did wrong, bad things. And he doesn't feed them. They all they want to eat. So they want to, so they, you know, obviously are. He gifted them flashlights. Mommy and daddy are, are, are incestuous together. But the people under the stairs are people, they, they abducted these people, right? Yeah, we, we learned that a little later, yeah. Right? They abduct these people, but it's it's for procreation. They want a boy to procreate with Alice. Yeah, it must be right, and then maybe Daddy's. Oh, with mommy, right? Like, so the question becomes: Which one of them can't have kids? You know, is it Daddy? Is it mommy? Which one of one of them, right? Or they just couldn't conceive, and so then that's why the assault's happening with Alice between daddy and Alice. And then, and, 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 and so now, and then they're like, okay, our family's gonna, our bloodline's gonna end if we don't kidnap a bunch of people and put them under the, put them under the, <laughs> not put them under the stairs. Not, that's not, they don't want to do not, that. That's not the plan. Right, that's not the, right. that's not the plan. That's why Alice is not under the stairs. The plan, the plan would be to, you know, have this makeshift family, but they, <laughs> Yeah, but they, but the other guys, they don't want, they didn't want to do it, you know, and so they got put under the stairs. Right. So the problem with this, of course, is that one, wh- why? You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah, why? Any of that? Why? Why? Why are they keeping these people alive? Why do they barely have them locked up? Like truly, barely have them locked up. Why do the people that are locked up not try to escape? Because there's a lot of them. And then also, they're like, they've like turned into like zombie looking creatures. Like they're, 
And I understand it's like, oh, we're not getting sunlight, but like, no, like you don't, <laughs> you don't look like what they look like. On top of that, if they're not feeding these things, these they're they're now things because they they forgot how to speak English. They don't speak. If they're now feeding these kids, people, whatever, there's zero chance that these people have enough strength to do anything, which will come into play later in the movie. All right. That's all I got to say for now. Go ahead. No, that's, I mean, and that is, and that is fair. <laughs> that is, that is, sir, everything you're saying is certainly fair. I, the one thing I want to say, though, is I think we are led to believe that they are pretty well trapped. It's Roach is the one, Roach is the anomaly, you know, like he's Roach He's the one is, that got out. Yeah, he's, and he's in the walls now because the the house is a lab, has a labyrinth of, tunnels and and alleyways and and things and they say that daddy's afraid of going in the walls because it's scary as hell in there you don't know what's going on there (laughs) would you want to go in the walls of your house (laughs) pray no but i also wouldn't want to trap a bunch of people (laughs) under the stairs oh yeah i don't yeah you're right that's fair and and let them form an army but that's not what they're doing because they have subjugated them, you know, and they uh, and they, for the most part, do uh, obey. <laughs> right? They do for the most part. Just Roach is the for only the most one. Part. Yeah, you know. <sighs> <laughs> so yeah, Roach has escaped and he's running around, and you know, we get this scene where he where where Daddy's trying to catch Roach, and then he realizes. He's in the gimp outfit at this point, right? He's in the he's covered head to toe in the like leather. His his mouth is why do why do you and he's freely shooting into his house. He's just like has a shotgun and he's just like blindly just shooting blasting holes into his walls. For for what? For <laughs> to what end is he? Because he's mad. He's trying to kill him. I mean, this sequence is is dumb, and yeah, it's it's like it's played for. It is mostly played for for comedy. I I guess. But then they they discover. Oh, the cops come to the house, and they're like, "Hey, uh, this this van that's parked outside. It was actually involved in a burglary." And they're like, "Oh, like there well, there's nobody in here." But you, we're glad you're on the case. They're like, well, wait, we know it's a black man and a white, a white man. We saw them. They're like, well, can we check inside? They're like, no, 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 no. You're all good. They're basically like, can you imagine like all the freaking animals in this neighborhood? A lot of black people. And the cops are like, oh, yeah, a lot of black people. Bad, bad, bad. They don't say that directly, but they say it indirectly. But that's what it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I like that part, like a little wink and a nod. And then she finds the Boy Scout uniform in the van and she's like, it ain't two, it's freaking three. That boy, that little boy is up in here. And so then they go and they go, he goes to look for the little boy. He finds him because of that. Brandon's like, I gotta go into these walls with Roach. And Roach is like, let me take you on an adventure, my man. 
and it's cool. It's cool. This is a, the, our, an unlikely duo. <laughs> it's an unlikely duo. Roach cannot talk to him, but they are, you know, they're running through the, the walls of the house. And we're learning kind of like the system, you know? We kind of like see <laughs> what the structure is like back here. This is when Roach gets, not Roach, but. Well, they reconvene in Alice's room and Alice again is like, blippity blippity blop and this is this is how it goes and but the but mommy and daddy find her one of her dolls and they're and it looks like brandon because she says i build i build a doll for every random person who comes in here and dies so i build a doll for their souls to go into which i couldn't tell if that was a real thing or not <laughs> and she had made one of you mean a real thing that she does or a real thing or, or something like that she if was the making? soul yeah. The soul actually gets trapped. Oh, right. Into these dolls. Yeah, I guess not. That'd anyway. be cool. No, I mean, no, I mean, probably not, but it would be cool. Yeah. If the answer was yes. They capture Fool because of this. I actually think, does Roach survive this first encounter? Or no, he, he dies. I don't think so. No, I think, I think this is, this is it. Yeah. Yeah, because then it moves from Roach to the other guy who it was like, why does why do we care about him now? But <laughs> it just didn't make any sense. Like, just let's just stick with Roach and like that'll be fine. Like it felt like it felt like they were like, you know what, we don't have the actor. We don't have the Roach actor for, you know, the last week of shooting. So we'll shoot we'll shoot him here and then we'll focus on the, the long-haired guy. Well, yeah, it really doesn't make sense because there's still a lot of movie left. You know, <laughs> we got to get through it. I mean, everybody gets, everyone knows what happens. It's the people under the stairs. It's the people on the stairs. Eventually, eventually, my man gets out. They kill, they, they kill, they, well, for, okay, she's not. Wait, how does he escape? Because Alice gets burned. Alice is like, she gets put in a, in a, in a scolding hot bath. And he's locked up. Oh, oh, I know why. He, they're, the way that they try to kill him, da- the way Daddy tries to kill him is by throwing him in with the people under the stairs, who do seem like maybe they were going to eat him. Yes, yes, yes. But they, but they don't. But they don't. They, 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 this is when we meet the dude, the long-haired dude. This is when the long-haired dude. No, man. I, I, I was right. Roach doesn't die in that, in that initial. He gets shot at. He doesn't die because then Roach comes back in this scene. He saves him from the other people under the stairs. Then they're running through the house right. again. And the and that and this is when he gets shot kind of shortly after this. Right. But I thought that this but this didn't make any sense to me because it was like later the people under the stairs help him. <laughs> Correct. But they were going to eat him. Yeah, but they're gonna eat him scene. now. Right. When he throw when daddy throws him in there, they were going, they surround him and they were gonna eat him. And and Roach is the one who saves him, and then and then Daddy gets there again and starts shooting at them in that furnace thing. Roach somehow, I mean, fool gets out. Roach gets shot. He's like there, like going like ah, and then Daddy burns him. Yep, yep, yep. And then he's running it through the thing. The dog's chasing him. At a certain point, he's fighting with the dog. The dog gets stabbed. Yes, and the dog gets stabbed by Daddy. Daddy stabs him. Who's like, I got him, I got him. And she's like, prove it. 
and then they go look. They realize it's a dog. They go up to the attic. They go up to the roof. He jumps over. That's how he escapes. Finally escapes. As they get to the roof and he jumps into the pond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he escapes. Mm-hmm. And he goes and and he goes out. And this at this point, I'm looking and the movie still has like 25 minutes left. And I'm like, how is that <laughs> humanly possible? And it's because even though he escapes. He, Alice is still there. And he gets a, a bunch of coins. He's got coins. Yep. He got, he got a coin. He, he got the first coin from from Spencer, and then he got more. Coin, uh, what's his name? Roach gave him some more coins. Roach, Roach gave him like, some coins. All right, all right. I got all these coins. I'm you know. And then you know they're like, hey, this is enough to pay your rent. Get your mama some treatment. You're good to go. You've done it. By the way, that house is creepy. That's actually a brother and sister who live there. They own a bunch of properties. What a weird way to get this information out. <laughs> we all we've always known that they were doing some evil stuff in there. That's why nobody goes over there. <laughs> and you're like, huh? Wait, what's going on? Wait, what what what? And then he's like, all right. He goes, okay, but I gotta go back in that house because I gotta get Alice. And they're like, you probably shouldn't. And he's like, no, I will. And they're like, okay, sure. How old are you again? You're eight? Great, do it. How do you ten? Awesome. No, uh, but that's the, and that's why they call him fool. Okay, because he's gonna he's gonna go in. He's gonna do this thing. It might be foolish. And I have no problem with fool making that decision. I have a problem with these grown adults being like, yeah, sure, you'll go back into that house. Would you say you said that the two people you're trying to steal from were murdered, and that there are literal f- cannibals living under the stairs? We'll let you go back. No, but the, but they let him go back. But then they also they they also ultimately mobilized. You know what I mean? They mobilized. Yeah. They mobilized the whole community. So they were like, he could have died. <laughs> he has a brilliant plan to get back in, which is call cops to report child abuse. I love the amount of cops that were in this house. By the way, I was like, because I feel like that was a commentary. It was like, wait, yeah, we gotta go to this white home. You know, yeah. we will bring the full force here. There were like eight, ten cops there for child abuse. Hey, and they were doing a thorough search of this house. They were like, "Hey, look at this. This is a hey. What's this room?" They're like, "Oh yeah, our girl, our little girl died." And they're like, "Oh okay." They didn't go to the attic or the basement though. The one place where you would go if someone was hiding. <laughs> well, no one said that. There was a child being held against their will there. They just said child abuse was happening. Yeah, but you would be like, all right, well, what's in the basement? Like, I need to see the base. You would you would check the basement. I would, yeah, if I was a cop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but uh, but 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 then of course, you know. She was giving them cookies and coffee. Yeah. And that's a that's the commentary as well. You know, white white people giving the cookies and the coffee, and there it is. Yeah. So then he gets back into the house. What was his plan again? Listen, I feel like he was just trying to get Alice and then he stumbles into the rest of the stuff that happens. Like like Got he it. and he get he gets to her. Yeah, he gets to Alice and he's like, let's get out, let's get out of here. We'll jump in the pond again. She's like, no, no, no. He drained that and filled it with rocks and sh- shards of glass. And he's like, okay, well, not that. And so then they him and Alice get back into the walls. 
they're running for their life. Getting... <sighs> they do a thing. They do a thing where they slide down the chimney using. I did their not understand this at all. Hands. <laughs> I didn't understand this. I didn't understand the placement of where these, because there is a point in which they're like, they're sliding down, and sh- and 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 mommy is going with the shotgun to look up, and somehow mommy not only can't shoot at them coming up, but like then they like kind of tackle her and they're like wrestling, but then at a certain point they go further down. They go further and down, then, yeah, yeah. And then somehow yeah. they go further down. And I was like, wait, how are they going further down? And then he's like, oh, I'm gonna go back up and get this shotgun. But then when she goes further down, she's like in the in the in the in the. But like, where did he go? I. It's gotta be, so it's gotta be that it's just gotta be that the that the chimney has an has another opening once you get to where you would where you would be lighting a fire, that they were that they slid. But it doesn't make any sense because they were like they were like stepping into the opening. It's it's just gotta be though. <laughs> no. That it's one. It's got no. to right. There's no. There's no other way. The way that it's cut. The way that it's cut is that it, it's, it's like a. It's a. It's a clean move from holding onto her to further sliding down some more. Either that, or they just put back in. They just put back in the shot of them sliding down the the piece from before, and they're like, "I guess we're in another <laughs> tunnel." You know what I mean? Like. They they just p- p- plugged that in. And also, how did he get that shotgun back? He's like, I'm gonna go get that shotgun. And then all of a sudden, he's got that shotgun, and he's going, and he's under the stairs. And I was like, How did he get to the basement? Because that, and that's what I'm. That's what was weird is I feel like that's why they slid some some more because like so she, so they're in the they're in the tunnel. <laughs> they're in the tunnel. She drops it. She drops it down. Do they s- split up here, or do they both slide down together to the sh- to the shot? No, it seems she goes down. He goes back up. Oh, what? No way. Yes, that that's happen. what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> He's like, I gotta go get that shotgun. But then when she slides down, that chimney is that she hits the ground and like comes and walks out of it. But then all of a sudden, he's in the basement with the shotgun. And mommy's on the first floor with her, with Alice. I'm like, what? How, what? Anyway, and whatever. And so now he's downstairs. He's like, I'm going to free the people under the stairs, which also doesn't make sense because I'm like, well, I mean, I guess now he's heard about who they are, but I'm still like, they still try to eat you, my man. But now they are cool with him. Yeah, but that's, but see, but fool is, is above this. No, because, okay, that's the thing I don't get. I get, I get fool wanting to let them out, but I, I can't remember. Does he, does he say there, I'm trying to help you out? Or do they just see, it might also just be that because they see daddy coming in and shooting at fool that they're like, all right, we, res- all right, respect, respect fool. But then, you know. okay. So then daddy, they, they grab Fool, and he's there, and then daddy still somehow misses him and and shoots the lock off of the door, okay? And so then when that happens, the door opens, and one the, the one dude grabs Fool and drags him in, kind of looking like he's going to kill him, but he's actually dragging him to safety. 
Because the dude, the dude first grab he grabs Fool and then he literally puts he moves him in front of right, the lock. In front of the lock. And somehow and that's how, yeah, and so then manages he, then he to him. drop him at the exact moment that dad shoots the gun, shotgun. Anyway, whatever. That's fine. That's movie magic. Here's the thing part I don't get. He gets throw, he gets pulled in, and then Daddy walks into this. He, first, Daddy's like, "Oh shoot!" But then he's in this room with all these people that he's locked up, and they're just looking at him, and he's looking at them, and he's still looking for fool. And I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah, because they could have attacked him there. They could have, or he could have shot them. He like, he didn't do it. I was like, "What's going on?" He wasn't trying to kill them, and they weren't trying to. And why not? Because <laughs> because they weren't. <laughs> I don't know, man. They the people under the stairs. They're the people under the stairs. You gotta have people under the stairs in a movie called The People Under the Stairs. You can't just be going around shooting the people under the stairs for no reason. You gotta keep them under there. Keep them oppressed. Keep them. Keep them down. Keep keep the people down. That's what it's commentary on. How, why? For what? For what is he doing? <laughs> I don't know, man. You're right. Why do they keep? Why do they keep them alive? Well, maybe the thought is that they're that they're guarding the gold. Yeah, and if you get close to the gold, you're gonna get eaten by the people under the stairs. Right. That could work because the because in it it was inside. And the, maybe that's how what's his name died. Well, he died because he was scared. To, he was scared to death. Stop, James. <laughs> he was scared. Why did he turn? Why did he turn white? James, he, he turned. I white. don't know, but you can't just get scared to death. <laughs> I think you can in this movie. No, no. <laughs> in in no. In 1994-95, Congo happens, and John John Hawks, I want to say, gets scared to death when he sees a when he sees a monkey, when he sees one of the apes. He gets scared to death. It makes a little bit more sense because he kind of like has a heart attack. He doesn't like turn white. He like screams bloody murder. Blood starts trickling out of his nose, and then he falls down dead. And it was after an attack. Yeah, that's such a good movie, by the way. I didn't like this part. Okay, so the people downstairs save the kid, and I don't. I don't even. I, I, the, this whole ending is kind of crazy. So why does he blow up the money? It makes me so. So he blows mad up the money. That he blows up the money. I mean, I know he he threatens daddy. You know, he goes. He threatens daddy. You know, if you come any closer, I'm gonna blow up the money. Then the money also doesn't get blown up. It just gets blown somehow. It gets blown out of the house. And so everybody on the street is like grabbing the money. And I was like, that's not how explosions work. And an explosion won't blow up a house. And then yet all of the paper money just gets pushed out like as if it was a strong gust of Some wind. Some of it was on fire. Some of it was on fire. But not Wasn't all of it. Some of it on fire? Okay. Some of it was on fire. Most but not of it should have been on fire. <laughs> Here's the other thing. Alice drops from the ceiling and and like that was incredible. Lands on her feet and like somehow like takes down mommy and has the strength to like bang her head against the I loved all of this. She hits mommy. She she comes out like straight up. She's Spider-Man, jumps out of the top, 
then grabs mom instantly grabs mommy by the head and slams her 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 head down and then and then the and then this the sister's like you just knocked that bitch out cold <laughs> That's the other line I could have said, but I didn't. How you just say to a little white girl you've never met before, you just knocked that bitch out cold. (laughs) (laughs) But then uh, mommy somehow gets away, escapes, winds up locking the people out of the house. Also, daddy like looked up at them with the gun, but didn't shoot at them. I don't know. There's a lot of not like a lot of weird like, I don't know why. I got to listen. The whole ending was all convenience. It was uh, everything that happened was out of complete convenience. I guess they're like they've escaped. But this is what I'm saying. Room. So now they're all up in the walls. But like all now all of a sudden they're like literally punching through the stairs, punching through walls. I was like. Okay, so now they're super strong? Yeah. How? They're starving. They should be emaciated. They're not starving. They've been they have been cannibalizing. They've been f- okay. Feeding off of they've been eating humans for for you know, so they're on like they're on they're, they might be even more they might be the strongest people alive. They might be. That's not how that works. They might be the strongest no. people. It's actually a a steady diet of humans would would, would They might kill. be the strongest people alive. <laughs> Okay, it's very hills have eyes. But that's why this—that's why this movie, particularly how this scene is executed, is why the movie feels like it was written around this. Because like, literally, there's a point where like a cabinet opens and someone was just <laughs> sitting in the cabinet. <laughs> my, there, there's no tunnel. There's no anything. Someone was no just sense. sitting in a cabinet and then comes out of the cabinet. I feel like they really were just like, yeah, we've got to get to that point where they all come out of the stairs. So what should happen? And then rope and back. So they, they kill mom. I mean, Alice gets a stab in. I think they, they're the ones who finish her off. Well, they, they set it up so that probably because they felt weird about a kid stabbing an adult woman. But they set it up that she runs into her knife. Yeah, they blow up the they blow it up. So mommy and daddy are both dead. And then and the money goes back great, to the people. And the money goes back to the people. And the cannibals just walk out the house and they're like, I guess we're free. And nobody pays attention to them. Even though they look like zombies. Because and but this is the message. This is the message of the and the message is go ahead. We are all the people under the stairs. We are all under the thumb of the man. We are being put down by the by the white by the white man. Okay, that that run everything. They got their pants in everybody's pockets. Okay, and so when they come out and they're all you know that marked faces and they're all grumbling and, and zombie-like. you just like, hey, what's up, brother? Give them a... I wish that they could have gone farther. They could have slapped five, you know? They could have dapped each other up, you know? I would have I would have appreciated that. Is that it? Is that the... Is that the For movie? listening. I will say, though, I will say there's one thing that I would have liked to have seen while watching this movie. Oh. I do... I agree with you. There's, there's some questions. You know, we do have some questions about, like, you know, what it means to, like, you know, we we could have dived into more like what was going on uh, yeah. with the people that live in the in the house, and I I feel like the mm. best way to have done this could have been you know mm-hmm. like 
So it's like, you know, it's like when when Leroy and Fool are like being chased by the dog and they hold the doorknob and they all get electrocuted. I feel like they all could have passed out. But then at that moment, mm -hmm. at that moment, Leroy wakes up and he's he's like, what is this? Why do I feel smaller than normal? And he's like, oh, crap. I'm, he looks in the mirror and he realizes he's fool. He's in fool. His consciousness is somehow inside fool's body. And then, and then what? Leroy, Leroy, and then, and then, and then Leroy's body lifts, lifts up and he starts to talk, but all we hear is, and the, the dog, the dog is inside, is inside Leroy's body. What's the body. purpose of this? And what then, it, what, and then the dog, and then the dog wakes up and starts talking and the, and fool is inside the dog. And then now being inside the dog's consciousness, fool realizes what it has been like for the people living in the house under the stairs mm -hmm. and he realizes a deeper connection who the people are where they came from what, what's been going on but it's but it's only as a rottweiler that he realizes the 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 depths and the and the and the darkness and the and the and the pain that that's happening in that in that house mm -hmm. By being yeah. that, you know, but, and then and then there's just antics. But the sure. other two is just antics. Leroy and but you see antics, you know, from from them, and that's all fun and yeah. games. Okay. But the deep mess, the real message, is yes. when when fool, fool being inside of the and being inside the Rottweiler, and from being inside the Rottweiler, he really he you know he has that deep understanding of the, of the experience of, of living in in the in the house. You know what I'm saying? No, you know no one knows what you're saying. Not a soul uh, knows what you're talking about. Uh, now, there might it's be time somebody. Cause, please stop. It's <laughs> we rate review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If a okay. film fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If it didn't help the cause sure. at all, we don't give it anything. So, on the count of three, we'll raise up our ratings for the people under the stairs. Uh, whether we liked it or not. All right. One. <laughs> two, John. Three. All right. Two black okay, fists. Okay. Two black fists. Of course. I mean, it, it did really well. It was a surprise hit at the box office. And it stars Brandon, who, who you know, he got to be in a lot of stuff. And, you know. Ving. Was Ving already popping at this? At, yeah. Was he popping already at this point? You know? It's a part of. No. I mean, this was before. Mission Impossible. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then there you go. There it is. So, I mean, he was popping, but not like. No, not like he that. Wasn't full? Was it full? Was he full pop? This was before Pulp Fiction, you know? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he was around, but like. Also, 91 was a good year for him. He did. He has three, three movies that year. Yeah. Damn. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us at Black Men Podcast. On Twitter and Instagram, blackmenpodcast.com is our website. We have there links to merchandise that we sell via T Public, like t-shirts and phone cases and pillows. We also have a defunct Patreon. We have a year's worth of episodes on there that you can subscribe and listen to and then unsubscribe whenever you'd like because we don't do new episodes as of yet. We're going to do a new episode, at least one new episode soon. Soon! Fair enough. There it is. If you rate and review us on iTunes, we'll read your review on the air. None of y'all have done that in the last wow. couple of weeks. So I can't wow. read one of your reviews on the air. 
Wow. Nobody trying to give us five stars. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Oh, you can follow me at John Braylock. JohnBraylock.com. I don't know why I say that because I never updated my website. Go ahead, James. <laughs> you can follow me at James Third Comedy. Uh, JamesThirdComedy.com. Third is 3RD. Listen to Corrupted Files Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the AMP app. You just got to download AMP. It's an hour long. It's fun. You can only listen to it live as of right now, but perhaps you can listen to more episodes later. Perhaps one of our Patreon episodes comes from something that we that I forced them to record with me on a Tuesday at 6 p.m. That's all I'm going to say. Peace. Forever. Dog. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Bonds. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Ew.